0: It's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a problem. I think the White Sox had to be ready to Plan B without him, because I think Major League Baseball is going to punish him, and the way they're punishing people doing those kind of things, it's not the one. The easiest one to escape.
3: Molly and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. That, of course, the voice of Ozzie Guillen. As he was with us yesterday, talking about. Uh, about Mike Clevenger and that situation, and we are delighted to uh, to welcome in uh, Amy Dash. Uh, she is the Odyssey Legal Insider. Amy Dash, Insider Calls, presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights. The sports books don't want you to see bet smarter and beat the books. Go ahead and visit BetQL app today, betql.com. And, uh, and Amy now on the Signature Bank Score hotline, Signature Bank, making commercial banking personal. Amy, good morning. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Good morning, guys. How are
3: you guys? Well, we're troubled by this uh, Mike Clevenger uh, announcement and this issue that MLB has been looking into him uh, for uh, allegations of uh, domestic abuse, of child abuse, uh, kind of horrific stuff. And, and the White Sox apparently didn't know about it. And, you know, now they're going to have to kind of sit and wait and see how the legal thing plays out unless they want to just pay them off and move on. And, and we're troubled by the idea that there is no um, recourse for them. I mean, it seems like it's, it's insincere to sign a contract when you know you have this hanging over your head.
0: Yeah, well, I think there may be some sort of a clause in the contract, and I'm speculating here, uh, but usually there's a warranties and reps clause. And so, you know, I can't imagine that he would sign and there wouldn't be some sort of requirement in the contract to disclose something like this. So on that basis, if he breached the warranties and reps clause, then they could theoretically release him from the contract and try to get off the hook from having to pay him. But I'm more shocked that Major League Baseball wouldn't notify, forget about the public, they should have done that regardless, but the other teams, at least internally, send out some sort of an announcement saying, hey, listen, we're investigating this player for some serious charges. Or, in the alternative, they hear that he's been signed, how do they not reach out to the team and say, hey, listen, you may want to know this?
1: Well, I think there are privacy concerns that we just talked to David Sampson about. They're trying to protect, and there might be reasons that they can defend that decision or that inaction, if you will. And But I think common sense does make you wonder why somebody wasn't aware of this, why somebody wasn't made aware of this, especially given the serious nature of the allegations. So, Amy, I ask yeah. you this. I don't this think is privacy ma-
0: concerns. Like, just, just to your point, I think there's probably privacy concerns with disclosing the name of the victim but i don't think there's privacy concerns with just generally stating this player is under investigation because you saw how quickly they were able to confirm that once the story hit the press and i think that's a little bit of a hypocritical move by mlb because they're claiming to have absolutely zero tolerance for this kind of stuff and then not even informing the teams at least internally or at least just the white Sox that something is going on that there's an investigation since the summer
1: well, certainly the context would be different. I agree with you there. And, and I think that uh, it would be also different if there were criminal or civil action accompanying this investigation. So far, that is not the case. Do you expect that? And does any element of that surprise you?
0: Uh, I think there could be an ongoing investigation. My biggest question is whether there were police reports filed at the time of these alleged incidents. And I think that's going to be critical to not only an investigation, because an investigation can take place no matter what, but the determination of whether charges will actually be filed. It seems like this woman has evidence. There's a potential that there's another woman who's been involved. At least that's what you know. This woman is claiming that another one, woman that he was involved with that he allegedly has children with was also being abused, and there are apparently some text messages between these two women. If you have a second person come forward, that could bolster uh, a potential case. If you have evidence, which it seems that she's releasing pictures and text messages, that could as well. But the police report at the very time it happened is really, really critical, because a lot of times, even if you have evidence, there could be a big back and forth, he said, she said, and if there are any credibility issues, sometimes the uh, police Will even if they re- recommend charges, the district attorney will decide not to move forward with a case like that just because it's hard to prove. Now, if they do move forward with it, uh, the allegations here are, you know, strangulation, um, throwing an iPad at her, pregnant. She's claiming that that's what he did. That she has, she's showing pictures of of her alleged injuries. Uh, you know, allegations of child abuse, throwing chewing tobacco at an infant. These are serious allegations, and all of them or some of them could rise to the level of felonies if the evidence is there to support it. And so, you know, I think immediately if there is any type of a felony charge, even if it's eventually pleaded down to misdemeanor or dropped, I think, you know, he's going to be released. But I think he'll be released no matter what. I mean, this is a guy coming out of free agency. He's on a one-year contract. So I think by the time the investigation wraps and if there's a suspension, which they're probably will be even if there's no charges filed because of the history of how they handle these types of things. You know, we saw with Trevor Bauer, no criminal charges, still got the longest active player suspension in history. So I think by the time the suspension or the investigation wraps up, if it eats up most of the season, I, I think he'll be released either before that or at the end of the season, and he's not going to be resigned.
3: Yeah, I, 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 agree with you. I just, I, and I think that, you know, from a moral standpoint, the question is, do you wanna just release him now and not go through waiting for this? Or do you do you harbor kind of resentment for the guy and you wanna make sure you're not giving him money for signing with you? Yeah, I, I and I understand both dilemmas, but I, I wonder if you decided to clear it to just kind of you know, pay him off whatever the term is, to just get rid of this thing, um, could you have a case If he's suspended after the fact, could you, you know, in in other words, could you kind of uh, could you release him, wait and see the results and then, you know, hold your money until uh, until you make him come after it? and Then you have a a legal suit against him.
0: Yeah, I think it really comes down to the language of the contract and they're going to be combing through it, seeing if there's any way to release him and get off the hook. Like I said, maybe a breach of the warranties and reps. Um, or there might be something in the contract that says if he's placed on administrative leave or if he's suspended. So it depends on how many steps need to be taken under the contract to try to get out of paying him. And if it's something as simple as he's placed on administrative leave um, and, and he can be released, then they'll release him the second he's placed on administrative leave. If it says you have to be suspended by MLB or if it goes so far as to say you'd have to be charged with a felony, they might wait it out just to not have to pay this guy um but my hunch is that just based on what i've seen other teams do is the second that he's either placed on administrative leave or suspended in the same vein as with Trevor Bauer and how the Dodgers released him i think at that point they'll probably release him
1: that was a major statement I don't think by Major League Baseball for it to
0: get to the criminal stage.
1: yeah the MLB when they acted against Trevor Bauer there Rob Manfred was applauded for being you know swift and, swift and decisive and, and i wonder Amy because you cover all the professional sports, college sports, unfortunately, domestic abuse and these allegations and investigations are commonplace in, in college and pro sports. How would you uh, assess or put you know, Major League Baseball in the way this is being handled with other leagues, and do you think that that should give us a degree of confidence that they will handle this the right way or not?
0: I think they've definitely led the way in this type of stuff, um, especially with the, the Bauer decision, the fact that. There was no permanent restraining order against him, the fact that there was no criminal charges. He had such a strong campaign from his attorneys and his PR people with all the lawsuits against different media publications to try to, you know, proclaim his innocence. And there were a lot of allegations that he made against his accuser, even going so far as to sue her, you know, claiming she doctored photos and all this stuff. So he was on a major I'm innocent campaign and still Major League Baseball you know, came down very hard on him. Um, And if you look at the NFL, you know, there's a domestic violence allegation against a 49er and he's still going to be playing on Sunday. I I think it depends on the facts of the allegations. For example, in that case, you know, the allegations that he pushed his spouse to the ground. Obviously, no form of domestic violence should ever be tolerated. But when you have a situation like this or like Bauer, where the allegations rise to a certain level, you know, right here with Clevenger, where he's talking about uh, potential abuse against a child, where you might have one, maybe two uh, former spouses or former uh, girls he was in a relationship with accusing him of of inflicting severe and serious bodily injuries on them, um, which is something that could bring something from misdemeanor up to the level of a felony. I think in those circumstances, Major League Baseball has been really good about being extremely, um, strict in terms of the level of suspensions and placing people on administrative leave right away. Um, they also have this section of their new policy. Well, not so new. It came up in 2015. But, you know, that they're trying to get people into different interventions, different rehabs. And I think that's great, too. Um, so again it really depends on what the allegations are how serious they are are they going to try to rehab the person or are they going to just say you know this is not worth it and it depends on the level of player of course
3: that's so true amy thank you so much really appreciate your time
1: sure. thanks amy have a great day guys bye
3: that was odyssey legal insider amy dash insider calls are presented by beck ql beck ql is here to help us all make better bets through real, proven analytics, bet smarter, beat the books, download the BetQL app or visit betql.com today.
1: So we just had back-to-back guests who had real good insight and information, Molly, on the Mike Clevenger situation with the White Sox. When we come back, let's kind of summarize what they said because they were both very strong.
2: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?